You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a WealthCap Holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Yo, okay, we are live now. What is up, Jamar? What's going on? What's I, going on? I'm so excited to get to do this podcast with you. So my name is Devin. I'm your host today for the Real Estate Portfolio Builders podcast. And this is my longtime friend, crypto guru friend, Jamar James. <laughs> and uh, I'm super stoked to have you on for the podcast today for a couple different reasons. You know, our friendship and the backstory of how I even came to be an employee here at WealthCap has a lot to do with you, which is super cool. Um, but also just with everything that's going on in the markets today, there's so much hype around crypto. Is it a safe investment? And when I shared with our team here, like, oh, I, I know a guy who's like a big deal crypto trader and coach, the whole team, Taylor, everybody was like, let's get him on the podcast and talk about crypto versus real estate. So, um, for those of you guys that are that are joining today, I just want to share a little backstory how I know Jamar and um, actually got this job here at WealthCap is because a couple <laughs> of years ago, I was trading crypto and I was losing. I was winning and losing and winning and losing and I was totally inconsistent and Jamar and I had become friends. I reached out to him and asked for some help and he started teaching me and you, I was helping you a little bit with some systems and processes with your business. And you suggested that I get in the traffic and funnels uh, Facebook group to learn some things. And because of that, I ended up getting connected with Chris Evans and Taylor Welch and eventually ended up getting a job here at, at one of their companies, which is so cool. So I told you, I told you that was the best opportunity you would ever have if you could actually work with, work with those guys. I mean, uh, you know, they're just killing the internet and, you know, I tell you the real estate was, you know, real estate has always been hot, but you know, the, the times were changing. I know. And so a few years ago, I was trying to get out of real estate. I was running, running, <laughs> running away. And you were one of the ones that told me, no, you should stay in real estate. So, um, you actually got mad at me one time and you're <laughs> like, I want to be crypt. I want to be a trader. I want to get out of here. I, I hate, I don't want real estate. And I, I think you yeah, I mean, I mean, you loved it and that's what you've always done. So, I mean, you know, you had a gift. Yeah, I was doing it the wrong way before. So I've, I found the place where I belong. Uh, but for those that are tuning in who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit of your backstory, like how you ended up becoming a crypto trader? Because you didn't like, right. you, you weren't always so, a trader. So I was in real estate. <laughs> so, you know, I, I actually moved to Arizona uh, from California um back in 2004 and i went out there to, to kind of look at new homes and and i think the first weekend i went out there in arizona is back when the, the frenzy a lot of people were leaving california uh was putting deposits on new homes it was like five or ten thousand for a deposit by the time the homes were built you know you already gained like seventy thousand in equity wow. and so I, I did like four or five of those and and then at, at one moment, I just sold, I had houses here, I had property in Long Beach. I sold everything. I sold my condos in Long Beach and Corona. Uh, and I just sold everything out of the house and I, I drove my car. All I had was my clothes, a bunch of money in the bank. And I had these new houses that I had, I had bought in Arizona. And I went out there to really just start flipping property. And, uh, you know, I had an IT background 
you know, as far as marketing online. And I actually started putting out ads, uh, bought some billboards to, you know, buy properties and they were selling so fast and, and people were, you know, trying to get more money than what the houses were worth at the time. And so I was getting so many leads and I was like, well, I might as well start a real estate company. And it was really, I was an investor. I hired a broker. I, I got a couple of office spaces and it just took off. I had so many leads and I never wanted to be a real estate mongol, uh, but you know, that's what happened. And then when the market turned in 2000, it started turning 2008, you know, I kind of like, I was always still looking for equity positions. Uh, but then I had a real estate, you know, kind of office that expanded. I had three offices. Uh, I had a large overhead. I didn't know how to run a business. You know, I just, I basically fell into a, a business. And that's when I realized I needed business coaching. I needed help. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, when I got into that, that's when I really learned the value of coaching. And the guy was like, well, if you don't really love real estate and want to be a big real estate mongrel, why are you doing it? And it was like, I just, it kind of just fell in my lap. And I never wanted to really have employees. So, you know, he told me really to liquidate, get, you know, get rid of the real estate company and I sold it. And then that's how I got into trading, um, you know, cause I was like, all right. So, you know, he, he swung trade and he was in the stock market and he was a business coach and he was, um, you know, also a real estate developer and those kind of things went together. Um, and for me, I kind of took that same approach. You know, I was like, well, you know, I was good at the marketing. Uh, I can help people with their business. Um, but I wanted to trade. I wanted to trade since it was, I didn't have to have any employees. My whole thing was I never wanted employees again. I had a bunch of realtors working for me and that became a, um, you know, it became something that I kind of just shunned away from, you know, and, and that was, that kind of followed me throughout, but in the trading markets, I got into the trading. I, I learned how to swing trade, learn cycles. Um, and I worked for a couple of funds and, and prop firms and then around 2015, I took all the information I knew there and I started applying it to crypto. And it was all about, it was about timing, you know, just getting in early uh, and also, you know, seeing the market, seeing the trading markets in crypto evolve. Um, you know, I think it was the best decision uh, I ever made as far as, um, you know, taking a approach into a, a new market. You know, a lot of people were, were scared to, uh, get into crypto, but I seen that there is a switch going on, you know, and I got into crypto kind of as a alternative, alternative lifestyle, <laughs> you know, not, it's really uh community base It's peer to peer. Mm -hmm. It's about cutting out the middleman. And that was kind of something that we had in real estate. You know, when I was looking for houses, it was like, Hey, I wanted to cut out the real estate brokers. I wanted to just deal with homeowners directly and, and buy their homes and uh, you know, it's buy low, sell high is the same philosophy in real estate that it is in crypto. You know, you're, you're looking to buy uh, assets early and it's all speculation and, you know, uh, with a little bit more of educated, educated speculation. Yeah. Uh, but you hope to sell a lot higher than, than what you pay for. Yeah. And so, um, you know, how I found Taylor is um, same thing happened is I started to I started the uh, crypto um, I was trading successfully and there was a ton of people beating down my door wanting me to teach them. And like me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and so I kind of just fell into, you know, being DCG and, and started, started to uh, open up the doors. We're getting a lot of good results 
for people and and it just evolved. I was already really heavy in networking and building relationships with other crypto guys. And and so um, the coaching that I received from like Taylor was, was kind of, you know, scaling, putting it into an operation where, um, you know, it just expanded the business and expanded the reach. And and then we, we kind of trade together now. So in, inside of the DCG Mastermind, um, I invite other top traders. Uh, they come in and, and now the new people are involved with experienced traders and and we share everything and everyone wins. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's um, I want to know, what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're like, when they're starting to invest in crypto? I know what my mistakes were. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, so it was um, basically gambling. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, that's the biggest mistake is, is thinking that they're going to read a manual and do it on their own uh, without having any outside influence because, you know, it's true. You don't know what you don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you may read a, something, some information, Hey, get a Coinbase account. But then there's a whole bunch of things outside of a Coinbase account that you don't know and getting feedback from other experienced people. It's the same thing in, in real estate. I mean, you know, anyone can go find a house, but there are certain things that you have to know what to look for. Is the foundation good? Is, you know, uh, what, what zone is this? You know, how's the school district? There are certain things that some people may, may not even look at. And, and so in crypto, I mean, that's the biggest mistake. It is jumping in the market by yourself when there's a ton of different, you know, every bank out there and every hedge fund, every well, they have a team, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they enter the crypto market with a team. And then they also enter it with information. And so, you know, we invest in, you know, of course, we want to invest in projects that have a high, uh, low risk, high reward. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we know what to look for. And I think that is the, the biggest, the second is security. You know, you're, you're responsible for your crypto. So getting uh, scammed and phishing and, and investing in uh, projects that promise you returns, uh, that's, that's, that's the reason most retail people lose is that, you know, if it was that easy just to give your crypto to someone and, and make money, everyone would do it. But mm-hmm. all those stories turn out bad from, from my experience, you know, from what I've heard out there, I haven't seen anyone get a legit fund manager. It's the best thing is to do it yourself. Gotcha. So what, okay. Our whole topic today is crypto versus real estate. Real estate. Uh, which is, I mean, it's cool, but you're a fan of both. So I'm curious, what do you, what do you see are the big advantages of investing in crypto? And what are some of the big advantages of investing in real estate? Cause right. you have done both and you continue right. to do both. Right. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I do both and that's why I reached out to you because I was like, Hey, you know, all my guys are making all this money. We need to put it into real estate. We need to put it in we need to move it into, you know, we, we've accumulated a lot of gains, right? And outside of being scammed, taxes is a, is a big threat to all the crypto guys out there. And, um, you know, it is about keeping wealth. You know, like I got, you know, I've been hacked a few times, right? Mm. There's the top crypto guys have been hacked. And so one of my things is that, you know, we make a lot of money in crypto, uh, but, you want to buy things and you want to get it into places that they can't just be wiped out, you know, all of a sudden. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I mean, last week, not not to be being a being a crypto guy and having all security measures, you know, I, I still have a threat of being hacked. And so for me, I want to buy real, you know, real property. Uh, also, the IRS, you know, I've been out of it. They want to know, hey, where, you know, like, where's where's your assets? You know, yeah. all, all this money, like, where, where is it at? So I think real estate is a good place to say, hey, lease, hey, here, tax me on this stuff over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and, you know, these, these real properties. So uh, for me, the advantage is, in crypto is your money is working for you. It works a lot faster. Uh, when I, when I was actually in real estate, the business coach I had, he was in the stock market. Cause he was like, Hey, you know, sometimes it may take us seven to 10, you know, you know, three to four or five years to recoup your initial investment and you'll be in profits for the next, you know, 30, 40 years. But there's also a way to diversify and make a lot more money in the markets a lot faster. So it was a balance, you know, when the market goes up and down, on real estate, you know, sometimes they, they hold through. On trading, whether it's crypto or a stock market, you can you can make money on the way down and on the way up. And mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a beautiful thing to make money on the way down when the markets are all dropping because now you can pick up real estate at a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, my thing is, you know, this digital assets that we have, um, you know, we're able to make a lot of it, and it's 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 electronic gains. Uh, but we, I tell my guys, I want them to realize it, you know, go, go buy a car, go buy, you know, buy some things with the money that we're making. So it reminds you that, you know, the stuff is not just, you know, in, in space. Yeah. You know, that we're taking it out. One of the most important things that you taught me, um, when I was kind of sick of like winning and losing and winning and losing and winning and losing was to, you told me all the time, you told everybody all the time to protect your profits, take your gains because you haven't, yeah, you haven't actually made any money until you sell. And I would, for example, I was just talking to a woman a couple of days ago and uh, right now she's got about 700 K in crypto. I'm not going to name her name or anything, but she's got about 700 K in crypto and we were talking about, you know, should she leave all of that in crypto right now, or should she divest some into real estate? And I get the predicament that she's in because the when the gains happen in crypto, it can be so fast and it's right. so sexy and it's intoxicating. And you think that what is going up is gonna keep going up and keep going up and keep going up. And it doesn't always work that way. Um, and I was talking with her about, you know, you haven't actually made any money until you take some gains. Maybe you don't leave everything in the crypto market, but protect right. some of the profit that you've made. And right. if you divest into another asset class, then you're, you know, you're going to be hedged. So you don't have right. so much risk. Um, with a real estate investment, whether you buy it outright in cash or if you finance it and it's a rental property, like your mortgage payment is not going to change. Your rent is going to steadily increase. It's not going to quadruple overnight. Like that's not going to happen in real estate. It's the, it's the tortoise. It's not the hare. It's the get really, really rich, slow plan. No, no, but hold on. I mean, you're making a good point. The real estate is important because like I have a skill in trading. Like I can go and I can make uh, a ton of money, you know, 50,000, 100,000 a month. And I can leave that to my kids in digital assets and they can get wiped away. 
But if you actually start buying real property and now you have, you know, a trust or, or you've put that in, you know, your kids may not want to take over your crypto or, or want to take over your, 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 your business. If you're mm-hmm. in the business of crypto and trading, you can actually leave your family real assets. And to me, um, you know, I, I've seen, you know, people get divorced. I, I've seen people, you know, pass away. Uh, some of the people that passed away, they weren't able to transfer their crypto. They had no plan. They had no contingency. Um, the person that got divorced, I, I, you know, I've actually had someone come in my office and I helped them get their, uh, help them recover their crypto and then realize that they wiped out their, their husband's account, oh. you know, and took all the crypto. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, if, if you're in that situation, you know, there's, you know, people that's also getting hacked. You know, one of the top crypto guys, you know, two weeks ago, he got, he, he, he teaches security uh, on crypto and he was wiped out. Like That's they, awesome. went, they targeted <laughs> him. So to me, it is just a, it's just diversifying and smart, you know, 10 times in history since uh, Bitcoin has been, it's had over 80% drops 10 times. Yeah. So, you, I mean, even though that, you know, right now the momentum is in and, you know, we know mass adoption is coming and, uh, you know, alternative uh, digital currency is, is kind of here to stay we've still had 10 times in history that we've had over 80% drops mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't handle those drops in crypto. Yeah. Do you, do you see a lot of traders like go on tilt like gamblers do? Yeah. That, those, those are all the ones that's holding, you know, like they, <laughs> they'll just, they'll like, Hey, you know what? I just made, you know, I made a hundred thousand off Do- Dogecoin and you know, now I'm going to go all in on this other coin. I know it's going up and then they hold and they hold and, Sometimes it never comes back up and it's mm-hmm. just the, it's the unrealistic view of we, we all go through seasons. You know, I think, uh, you know, Taylor has talked about that. Uh, we've talked about that is, you know, there's, you're going to go through a drought sometime and, and you're going to, you got to prepare for it when, when every, all the fruit is there and everything is plentiful, uh, prepare for the trading market to go down, prepare for the real estate market to go up and down, you mm-hmm. know, uh, take advantage of that. And that is the way that, you know, we kind of operate in crypto is, is like we move into momentum, but we also know that we have to have a base and we can, we can take funds. We, you know, you don't, even if, so a person has 700,000 in crypto, they can actually take a loan out against their crypto and go buy real estate and they don't have to get rid of their crypto. That's so cool. there's other platforms that they can use to, you know, still have crypto and still go buy real assets. That's really cool. Uh, I'm really, I'm curious about that. So how do you know much about how those loans work? Yeah, hundred percent. We, we're, we're all in them, <laughs> you know, we, we're providing liquidity to certain uh, platforms. Um, the others uh, allow you to, you know, have a certain return and you can pull out at any time, but they'll, they'll give you like 30% of your crypto. So you have 700 or you have a hundred thousand, you can take 30,000 out in, in cash secured by your crypto. Interesting. And so a lot of a lot of the crypto guys will go take the loan out and go buy more crypto and use that to trade while our hundred thousand is locked up. Do you think that's risky? Um no, I mean any loan is a risk, but if you are skilled, I mean if you're buying real estate and you're buying, you know, you're taking control of a three or four hundred thousand dollar property and you know you need it thirty or forty thousand in cash and you have this crypto sitting here. A lot of people, crypto are just sitting in a digital wallet. Yeah. It's not working for them. I mean, depreciation is going up and down, you know, but 
it's like you can you can actually diversify and do more you know i i like the idea of borrowing against the crypto to invest in real estate to me like borrowing against the crypto to buy more crypto that's like right. i don't know to me that sounds that sounds risky because you're just putting even more eggs in that in that one basket unless you're like super duper skilled at what you're doing that would make me nervous uh, right. personally you know you always had a risk of being hacked so to me to, to to diversify and and you have you have the risk of being hacked you had a risk of actually you know um losing the blockchain password i mean there's risks that you have by just holding i like mm -hmm. i like to, i like to keep moving yeah. I like guys to do things and build businesses. And uh, I tell them, you know, we don't really, the money is, is great. It's good to see our account a million, $2 million, but we're really doing this for financial, for freedom, right? It's not the money that we're doing it for. We're doing it for, to have the, the to be free and independent, mm -hmm. you know, and being able to diversify into real estate and other assets, you know, gives you a little bit more comfort that, Hey, even if the, the market crash or something's frozen, I have, you know, houses paid off or I have real estate, you know, rental properties that are still working for me. Totally. I know like me personally, when I was actively trading a lot, I, I know that I went on tilt right. <laughs> and you know, too, cause you were watching, yeah. right, right. <laughs> um, but there were, you know, like there was a couple of times that in retrospect, like I didn't make I was an okay trader. I wasn't the best trader um, because I didn't always take gains when, when I should have, I had to learn some of those lessons the hard way. Right. And I think a lot of people, depending on people's personality types, like they're attracted to different kinds of investments. People that have a really high risk tolerance are probably super attracted to, to crypto. Um, I've noticed when I talk to people about real estate too, it's the same because there are there are high risk real estate investments that you can make that are solely on speculation that if it goes wrong like you're really up a creek without a paddle with a big right. hard money loan because you think that because you watched HGTV one time that you can right. flip a house and add 100k in value in 60 days and it just doesn't work like that you know so i'm curious what what do you do to like help people set proper expectations when they're, um, when they're coming into trading? Well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it, it peels away. Like you, like what you guys are doing with, you know, providing, you're taking a lot of risks away from, you know, a risk away from the investors by, you know, one, picking the properties, uh, two, uh, you know, having renters screening them and, and, and selling properties. It's the same thing in crypto. When they come in, it's like, Hey, you're going to trade some of the things we trade, you know, when I sell, uh, you know, it is a, a good sign for you to sell. Mm -hmm. And then Monkey you also buy things. Yeah. All right. Sure. So it's like, you know, it is, it's being protected by your tribe that, that you join. It is like, you know, we, we have a goal and, you know, I used to tell you guys on Fridays, Hey, you know, other people have to get it, get it away for a paycheck. We can pay ourselves Thursday night. You know, we can pay ourselves before Friday and have Friday off. So as a traders, you know, it is about selling and, you know, I tell them, Hey, look, you know, even if, even if you come in, let's just hold it in your account for a couple of days. You don't have to be in the market three days in a row, you know, and if you have money in the bank, like it doesn't have to sit there for a couple of years, you can put it in into real estate. You can put it into other assets and, and let it work for you. 
uh, and then you can pull it out and you can sell. So you had the freedom. But if you never, um, you know, going on tilt and just accumulate, you know, the same thing, mm-hmm. I, th- I think you put yourself more at risk. And a lot of people in crypto, I mean, it, they didn't go through, you know, they get in 2017 or they getting in now, you know, when you were in, it was a bear market. Like it was actually, the market was dropping for two years. Yeah. And so it was, it was a requirement that, hey, you know, the market will come back up, but we have to sell. Mm-hmm. You have to pay yourself. You have to look out for your family. Yeah. I got started in the first, um, I guess it, I feel like it was like maybe 2016, end of 16, early 17, yeah. like right when there started to be a lot of mass media. And that, that part was great. But then you're absolutely right. When the when the market shifted, that's when I realized that I really had no clue what I was doing. Right. Um, my background, as you know, is totally in real estate. So I'm I'm completely confident when I make a decision in investing in a piece of real estate. Right. I know exactly what I'm doing. There's no tilt. There's no rush. There's no high. Um, because I'm an expert and right. like I, <laughs> I really, you're great. And I, I know, I know, I know, I know. <clears throat> you do get to take like full credit for encouraging me not to quit real estate. So I'm saying that publicly here on Facebook Live and it'll be <laughs> on the podcast later. It's thanks hey, to- you had a gift. I know, I know. And I tried to run away from it. Um, but I talk to people about making some risky, they're, they're thinking about making some risky real estate investments. And I'm curious about some of your input because you were in, you were in the real estate market when it was growing so right. fast and sexy and everybody was getting a loan and, you know, the huge equity growth. I talk to folks all the time that, you know, like I was mentioning, they're thinking, well, why don't I just go get a hard money loan and figure out how to flip these properties myself? Right. And, they have no experience. They don't really know what they're doing. They're doing it all on speculation. Could you maybe share some of your experience kind of having gone through um, that? I mean, it's the same thing is that same thing with traders that get early success, same thing as investors that they buy one or two properties. And, you know, I tell them at the end of the day, the market only does two things, it either goes up or down. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you have a 50% chance without knowing anything, it goes <laughs> up or down. Right. And, you know, sometimes they get in, and the market is going up and they just, they get lucky. It is the times that when they're over leveraged and now they've, they think they know more than what, you know, like people that got in 2017 or got in when I put a deposit down and houses just went up. What happens is they continue to, to stay in the same mindset that, oh, it's just, you know, I put my money in and it went up and it was like, what happens when it goes down or, or what type of leverage? Uh, you know, how over leveraged are you? So in real estate, people are over leveraged. You know, they, they want to, like, why are you buying million dollar rental properties when you live in a $500,000 property? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're over leveraging yourself there. And I think in real estate, that's where people get in trouble is that they don't have, they don't have a, um, a governor, someone that like, hey, slow them down. Here is a, a decent property that even if the market drops, you're going to be, um, you're going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You, you have a renter in place, you have, you know, you can easily rent it out. Um, you know, and it's the same thing in crypto. It's like, hey, you know, if you've just made 800,000, how about we put four of it, 400,000 in a stable coin or something more stable where now you can actually, you know, you can, you can handle a drop. You have yeah. a governor. And so it is all about, you know, not allowing people to over leverage themselves 
to the point where, you know, they're basically getting ready to shoot themselves in the foot at, at any small change in the market. Mm-hmm. And so with crypto, it is like, hey, we're winning so much right now. Like everyone is winning. Let's go buy some of these other assets that are a little bit slower that keeps us a little bit balanced, you know, you know, kind of divert from, from that, that funnel that we're in. Cause really we're, we're in a funnel of, Hey, the market is, is easy. We just keep adding gas, keep adding gas. At some point you want to say, Hey, let's take some of the way and put it somewhere else where, you know, um, we can, we can handle any downturn and we've accumulated other assets outside of crypto. I think that's like, that's one of the things that I like about you so much and the coaching that you do since I've experienced it personally. And just, you know, since we've been friends for years and years, I mean, we've been friends for, I don't know, like five Mm. years at this point, something like that is how much you work on people's mindset uh, before they're getting into trading. And like, I don't hear I don't know that I've heard of, of a lot of other traders, whether it's like stocks, um, crypto, futures, Forex, anything like that, really encourage people the way that you do to divest, take their gains right. and like diversify to keep them, keep themselves balanced. Well, well I, I think, I think everything that we do in life is tied to our goals or to what matters. Right. And if, if you say your family matters and you have goals to, be financially free and you don't tie that to the things that the people you see every day. So for me, it's easy to sell my crypto because I know that, Hey, it's going to take care of my two daughters. You know, it's going mm-hmm. to secure their future. It's easy for me to go buy real estate because I know that, Hey, at least this house will be paid off and my kids will have it. And so when we get into trading we're making this money and, and we're trying to be an entrepreneur, it's like, well, what are we doing it for? You know, yeah. are we doing it just, I mean, we already have the money that we want. And we are pretty much free, but if you're trying to build a legacy and trying to leave things behind, you know, that is, that gives me another outlet. And that's what I try to teach, you know, the guys that trade with me is like, Hey, you know, I'll share everything I have, all the information I have, but I want our kids to be able to do business together. I want them to be able to partner. I want everyone in my circle to be paid, you know, and, and be comfortable. So this way we're not compromising and doing things because of money. You know, we're doing things because we have the free will and the free spirit to to take care of the people that's in our circle. And so when it comes to diversifying the real estate and, um, you know, and, and buying crypto it is the alternative form of security. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and making sure the guys around you are, are comfortable and, and they have assets. It's another form of security for everyone in the circle. So. When we were first starting off, you mentioned historically how many 80% drops there have been in the last, what was it, 12 years, 10 years? How many? Last 11 years. Okay. So based on what you know, I'm curious if you would share some of your predictions of (laughs) what the the crypto market, you know, and this is your opinion. It's not financial advice, blah, blah, blah. Nobody sue. Um, But... (laughs) Curious right. what um, what your opinions and projections are on the crypto market. And if you want to share anything, I know that you also network with a bunch of other traders in right. other markets. Um, I'm curious what you guys think is going to be coming for 21, 22, you yeah. know, the next couple of years. So, you know, where, where we've come from and all the things that's happened in the last 
one trading has been, you know, a, a, a life raft for a lot of people, you know, even though we went through the, this, this Trump era, we went through uh, all the different riots and the coronavirus, the, the market, there's been no other alternative. The, the alternative was real estate, the stock market, and now cryptocurrency. And what we're seeing with the, the global impact that COVID had on the world, you know, everywhere, everywhere in the world, you know, cash um, is kind of shunned. You know, right now in uh, Senegal, they're burning cash. They're burning oh, ATM wow. machines, you know. And so I, I think the, the cash is kind of, um, you know, Bitcoin is associated with freedom. And cash is, you know, kind of associated with capitalism. And I think a lot of people all over the world are, even if America stopped and slowed down, you know, the, like COVID, people that had crypto were still comfortable. And so I think right now with all the gains that's being made and, you know, the corporations that are distrusting the government, you know, the corporations like Tesla and MicroStrategy, they're starting to put their reserve currency into Bitcoin, into digital assets. And so when you have corporations starting to, you know, move their reserve currencies out of cash and starting to diversify into digital currency for the next two or three years, I think we're going to see a digital revolution. You know, I, I've bought digital land that's worth a hundred thousand and I spent like a thousand bucks. So you have a lot of people that was buying physical land. Now they're buying digital land as well. Uh, the guys that are buying real estate, you know, they're, they had the opportunity to buy more real estate during mm -hmm. COVID. You know, they had the resources where, you know, 70% of the population were on lockdown and other guys that had the means accumulated more. So we see that cryptocurrency is really, is becoming for the rich, right? It's, 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 it's actually a tool, a alternative currency for the rich. And for the next couple of years, I think, what you're seeing with PayPal and Square and all the all the large corporations is you know the government doesn't control the people anymore. I think the corporations do. <laughs> you know the corporations are, are starting to dictate, hey, if we want to pay you in crypto, we can pay you in crypto, right? And the people are gonna adapt because they really don't have any other alternative. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what we're seeing right now with the NFTs, you know, we're seeing uh, uh, they're saying, hey, if you don't have a mask, you can or you get the vaccination, you can have access. I think through digital currency and crypto, you'll have digital wallets in the future. You'll get access to certain things uh, based on uh, the things you hold in your digital wallet. It's going to be like access. But in the meantime, I think real estate and crypto is where money is going. And not just crypto, but digital assets like art, like um, tokenizing clothes, tokenizing music. I think the music industry is, is, is done. I think the, uh, you know, art galleries now you have digital, you have artists and content creators that can sell, sell their original work through the blockchain directly to the people. Mm -hmm. And so that basically kind of, kind of changes the infrastructure. Uh, you know, the way that taxes are going to be done in the future. Um, you know, the blockchain chain analysis, you know, kind of prevents you from hiding. Because once you are issued digital currency from a central authority, they can actually track every place that goes. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to a, a digital world that 
you know, the the wealthy, you know, they, they're gonna have to they have to embrace. And I think the people will embrace it later, but in the meantime, there's a lot of a lot of wealth that can be gained by adopting into crypto. You know, like right now, if you had crypto and I passed away and I gave my wife and my kids the access, it doesn't go through probate, it doesn't get held up by the government. It, it they have access to it right with that security key. They can have access to millions of dollars and it will not be held up. You know, whereas you have real estate, you know, if something happened, it goes in probate. And so there's a balance and, mm-hmm. and they have a strategy to use both. Yeah. Uh, I think that is where, you know, I, I think everybody should be woke, <laughs> woken up, you know? And yeah. It's like, hey, there's a place for both. Yeah. Like asset protection is so important, no matter what, what kind of assets that you have. If you're going to have a lot of real estate, make sure that it's set up properly, that you have a trust right. so it doesn't have to go through probate. And, and like you said, if everything is digital and you get hacked, then, right. you know, you're really up a creek. Um, so somebody I was talking to recently, um, she has some crypto, different person. She was saying that she's anticipating that, that 21 will be a pretty good year. Uh, and that 22, 23 may be a pretty bearish market for crypto. Do you, do you think that's an accurate prediction based on what you've seen historically, or is it too hard to tell? Uh, I I think it's. I mean, right now for this year and next year, we've already started buying options for crypto to be a lot higher because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there's still a learning curve. And mm-hmm. right now we're seeing mass adoption happen and there's an entire new economy. So, you know, there's, there's going to be more people with crypto than bank accounts in the world. You know, right now the whole world still doesn't have electricity. And so when, you know, guys, the mobile phone has changed everything. Now, everyone that has a mobile phone could be their own bank. Mm-hmm. And so there's opportunities to make money in crypto. I don't, I don't see, I see the market as a, a tradable market. It, uh, it's always going to go up and down, mm-hmm. but I think we'll have, you know, we have, we're over a trillion dollars now in crypto. Right. And so I don't see us, I see us going to two, three trillion. I see more money coming into it because now you have, you know, you had the first album this uh, week, King of Leon, that was tokenized. And so, so people are going to get more and more comfortable in the mass adoption. Uh, it happens fast. And, and I think 2023, you'll have, you'll have people that want to get in that missed out mm. that will buy and you'll have it slow down. Right. But if it goes to 200,000, a Bitcoin, and drops to a hundred thousand. That's a fifty percent drop, and a lot of people are still going to be priced out. Yeah, totally. So the technology changes, uh, you know, faster than people can catch up. That makes a lot of sense. Um, something that I'm curious if you can share whatever you know about too is, you know, there's a there's a difference between crypto and the blockchain you know the blockchain is the technology behind everything how do you think the blockchain is going to change the real estate industry Uh, i mean so right now when you go for instance all right so the blockchain is technology crypto is an asset no different than the world wide web right the world wide web is technology cnn and facebook is an asset that runs on the internet we have web 3.0 we have 
new versions of the internet that's coming. And so when you talk about the blockchain, the blockchain is the network. Mm -hmm. It is the network that runs all the cryptocurrencies uh, on top of the blockchain. And it's all about transparency. And so I think the blockchain is going to change the insurance agency or the insurance world. Yeah. Will trade will change the real estate. And this is, well, how, how will it change the real estate? Well, right now we have, you have MLSs and it's local. You know, everything is controlled locally by the local MLS board, multiple listing, realtors, and, you know, they have ethics. Uh, I think the blockchain is going to open up property sales to the whole entire world. And then secondly, on the lending side, you know, smart contracts run, mm-hmm. that run on, a blockch- on the uh, blockchain. There's no reason that a home should take 30 days to close. If yes you had and cash, amen. Can I get right. a yes and amen? <laughs> right, right. So in the future, I think the, the housing cl- closing will become standard three to seven days closing. You know, you, you have the inspection, you, you get it ordered, you have uh, the title, everything will be recorded electronically and you'll have a smart contract that you can pretty much eliminate the escrow company, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you have rules uh, for your loans. You shouldn't have to wait, you know, three or four days. If you put in the requirements, this is a, you put in X, Y, Z into the, uh, into the application, we spit you out a loan based on the smart contract, right? And there, there's no reason why it should take 30 to 45 days to get things closed now. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like that's one of the things that I'm most excited about is to see how blockchain technology revolutionizes things like title, um, right. you know, with certain individuals kind of owning the information slowing down the process. And I, I mean, I do think it's realistic that transactions that are currently taking 30, 45, sometimes 60 days and costing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, if that process was able to run through the blockchain, blockchain. I think, I mean, it would be so much faster and so much less expensive. I don't know how long it would realistically take for that kind of mass adoption. You know, uh, I, I'm thinking less than 12 months. I mean, there's, there, there's, you know, there's companies that are seeing that it's a an advantage. It is an advantage adopting the blockchain. It's an advantage um, having smart contracts. This way, you kind of eliminate the, the. Um, I mean, if you have the requirements, right, and you said, hey, I'll give a loan to a person based based on X Y Z, mm-hmm. and the person says, hey, I'll buy the house based on X Y Z, they meet those requirements. You know, you shouldn't have to wait three days for a wire to hit. You shouldn't have to wait for, uh, you know, the, everything to get calculated manually. It should be calculated through the blockchain through a smart contract. And so I, I, we're already seeing a different real estate company. I think X, EXP mm-hmm. Realty, which is a global realty company. They have no offices, but they, they're growing super fast and, and on the real estate side. Um, you know, I, I see the real estate industry changing on through transactions. I think Mm -hmm. transactions will change. Uh, It will not take as long to to complete a transaction and execute a contract. That'll make us happy. (laughs) (laughs) That'll make all of our clients happy too. I know so many of the investors that I talk to, a lot of them are, they're entrepreneurs, especially if they're if they're followers of Chris and Taylor and Traffic and Funnels right. and our other companies, they're used to doing everything digitally online, super fast. And right. 
a, a real estate transaction to some of them when there's a loan involved can be, you know, it, it, yeah, it feels like it takes forever because you can't just like swipe your Amex. Um, so hopefully right. someday, not in the not too distant future, we'll be able to speed up that process maybe with some of the, you know, influences right. of blockchain technology. Um, if anybody listening out there, if, if, if someone's told Taylor he can close all his loans in five days, would he make the move? Probably a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. He would, he would be over the moon. Um, he's going to be excited when he listens to this later. So <clears throat> when we first kind of touched base a couple months ago, you mentioned to me that you were encouraging the guys in your group to divest their gains into, into real estate. And we started sharing some of our deals that we have here over at WealthCap. Um, I'm just kind of curious when you're encouraging people who have had experience trading and you're in, encouraging them to get into real estate, do you have things that you share with them? Like, this is what I would look for in a real estate deal, right. well, or are you going to. So, so the thing is, is that so many, so many of us, we're already in a mastermind, you know, and I, we just had a mastermind retreat in Orlando, uh, four months ago it was in San Diego. You know, we meet up quarterly and when we had these meetups, like everyone's busy, we're making money in crypto, the counters are going up, but it's, you know, the reason I reached out is like, oh, we need someone we can trust. We want to buy property all over the United States. You know, we want to buy it in different places. You know, we can, we can pay things off and we can actually buy it together. And this way it kind of, it, we're using the leverage of our resources mm -hmm. and also our, our experience to say, hey, you know, we don't have to just, I don't have to buy the property myself. We can buy it to, together. Yeah. Right. And we can actually, and we can limit the amount that we're spending, but we can accumulate real assets. And so we, we kind of had that approach that when we meet up these masterminds, we want to, we have a deal board and we go over different deals that we can do. We had some guys just open up COVID testing centers and, you know, these are short-term things that require, um, you know, we have guys that have government contracts that basically, you know, have so many contracts that he says, Hey, we'll fund them. And so we're using a crypto to fund ourselves and, and basically invest and diversify. And it's, it's just a different type of investment. You know, if we're willing to put a hundred thousand in crypto, we should be willing to put a hundred thousand in real estate, hundred thousand mm -hmm. into short-term, you know, um, uh, wages, you know, short-term loans on anything. Yeah. And so our, our thing with the real estate is, is, you know, make it real. All your crypto gains, make it real. Yeah, for sure. For everybody out there listening who is a crypto trader or just a stock trader, whatever you're doing, Forex, um, <laughs> take it from my my experience, protect your profits, take your gains because <laughs> you mm -hmm. haven't made any money until you sell. Um, I loved what you were sharing earlier too about like, you know, protecting your tribe and getting getting in with a group of people who if somebody's trying to trade, they need to go to you um, and not try to figure it out on their own. And that's why people come to us for, for real estate is right. they don't have time to look for deals, vet deals, figure out, is this a good place for rental property? Because it's not the same, a, a, rent, a good rental house is not the same as a good owner occupant house. And uh, you know, that is our zone of genius. That is our business is figuring out where can you make the best possible returns on rental properties in areas that are safe? You know, we're not going right. to go 
into, you know, super dangerous DNF area neighborhoods where maybe the numbers look great on paper, but you get nothing but problems. Right. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm really excited for us to kind of continue to get to work together and help all of your crypto traders divest into real estate. And I have, like I was sharing with you earlier, I have people jumping on consultations with me that they're like, yo, I have all this. I have this crypto. What do I do? And it's great to know that we have a resource around that, like I can direct some of these people to, if they need right. help figuring out how to sell or what to do. Um, right. So for folks that are listening, if they want to get in touch with you to find out more about, you know, what you can do with coaching, what right. is the best way for them to to get in touch? Uh, I mean, you can you can have me on Facebook at Jamar James, or you can actually go to uh, DCGMastermind.com and you can actually join our network. We have our free um, courses there. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, getting in contact and talking about moving funds, I mean, we have a lot of resources behind the wall, you know, and it's like, we don't use Coinbase or any of the uh, exchanges that's out there. We, we, we kind of have our own network where we do everything internally. So uh, especially when you want to buy a house and, you know, they want to know where the funds are coming from, you know, we, we can definitely help you, you know, craft a, a better story. DCGmastermind.com. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, I just want to say thank you again so much for coming on and, and, and talking on the podcast with me. I'd love to have you on again, maybe in like another six months, see kind of what the market is doing and chat and and catch up see what's going on in the world of crypto and we can continue our debate i'm sure taylor wanted us to like get in a knockdown drag out fight but right. but we're friends so <laughs> <laughs> so that's not yeah. gonna happen uh and yeah. for you guys that are listening that are interested if you're interested in getting more information about potentially investing with WealthCap, maybe thinking about buying turnkey i am pretty easy to find you can visit wealthcapholdings.com backslash waitlist and that form will take you to my calendar and we can chat about what we can do to help you invest um, and see if it makes sense for your investment strategy. I love you, Jamar. Thanks for jumping on. <laughs> Thanks for jumping on today. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.